Good, good afternoon, everyone. Today, I'm going to be talking to anyone who is in the healthcare field and wants to know more about antibiotics, which I think is a very interesting topic to discuss because a lot of us don't know what is going on with the antibiotics that we give. So, Today, I will cover the fluoroquinolones as well as the metronidazole. These medications are inhibitors of bacterial DNA. So they're going to what? Inhibit the DNA of bacteria. <laughs> so we're going to start off with the fluoroquinolones. You have the second generation, you have a third generation, and you also have a fourth generation fluoroquinolones. So we're going to start with the second generation. Within the second generation, you have the following antibiotics that you can give and it is norfoflaxin and ciprofloxacin. Excuse me for the way that I pronounce some of these names because they're very tricky and I might butcher some of the words but bear with me. So the antibiotics that I just mentioned they're going to be bactericidal and they're mostly going to cover gram-negative. The gram-negatives um species that is going to be covered by this medication is going to be the Klebsiella E. coli, Pseudomonas, Neisseria, Enterobacter, and Morixella. Morixella to me sounds like mozzarella, so that's kind of the way that I can remember this, this species. Um, for the second generation, now this is going to be wonderful for the use of urinary tract infections. Patient has a urinary tra tract infection, this is going to work wonderful for this specific infection. Now it does have poor activity against strep. And this is because this medication works highly and is effective for gram negatives, but there's no gram positive coverage. So there, you know, there, it has poor activity against strep. And strep, as we know, is going to be a gram positive. This is why also staph is not going to be covered very well with this medication. So this drug is not a good choice for um, pneumonia or sinusitis um, because it's not going to work well with um, streptococcus pneumonia. Now going on forward with the fluoroquinolones, we're going to move on to the third generation. The third generation is levofloxacin. That's an example of a medication on the on the third generation, and this one is different than the second generation because it does have the gram-positive coverage that the second generation does not have. So this one has gram-positive coverage, so it's going to cover staph, strep, and enterococcus. However, for the gram-negative coverage, it is going to include pseudomonas. Now this one also has atypical coverage, which includes the leodinella and chlamydia. It's not a good choice for anaerobes. Anaerobes are anti, it's basically um, bacteria that works without oxygen, whereas aerobic or aerobes are bacteria that works with oxygen. So this is going to be good for bacteria that does not work well with oxygen. And it also is excellent, like I mentioned overall in summary, it's great for gram negatives and it does have a high coverage for staph. Finally, we are moving on to the fluoroquinolones, which is a fourth generation. Within the fourth generation, you have gadifloflaxin and also moxifloflaxin. 
This is going to be very similar through to the third generation. However, this one has a higher coverage for pneumococcus and less coverage for pseudomonas. So it does not cover it very well. The big side effects with the fluoroquinolones is that you're going to see phototoxicity. You're also going to see tendinopathy, which means that patients may sometimes have ruptures of their Achilles tendon. So very, be very mindful of that. These patients may also have hypo or hyperglycemia, as well as CNS effects which can include seizures, insomnia, and also displaces the GABA, which can cause paradoxical excitement. It also prolongs the QT. Another medication that can prolong the QT is antiemetics, which are medications that are given for nausea. And if you give this medication in combination with the fluoroquinolones, it's going to prolong the QT further. So be very mindful of this medication. And then also C. diff colitis is another side effect. Now, moving on to the metronidazole, the metronidazole is another classification of medications that are, that are working um, in or inhibiting bacterial DNA, and this is Fladril. This one is also bacteriocidal, and it has an antimicrobial spectrum, which covers antiprotozole and also antibacterial. So the protozoa it's going to cover is Trichomonas, Giardia, and Amoeba. They're all for anaerobes, so it covers all anaerobes, and it's not effective for aerobic organisms. Now, with this medication, keep in mind that you want to make sure that these patients are not drinking alcohol, because by taking alcohol, there's going to be serious adverse effects. This medication is usually taken also in combination with beta-lactams, aminoglycosides, or fluoroquinolones. This is because um, it does not cover the skin flora, the metrodinazole, so if when given in combination, it's going to have better coverage for this for um, bacteria that's you know within the skin flora. Now, when you give this medication, Fladril, um, patients can have a metallic taste as an adverse effect, anorexia, nausea and vomiting, peripheral neuropathy, seizures, ataxia, and vertigo. Now, if you give it with oral administration, you can avoid this serious side effects because when you give it IV, sorry, when you give it oral, it's actually very harsh on the intestinal tract. That is why you have the side effects. So usually IV is preferred if you want to avoid the side effects. Finally, I'm going to just mention um, this medication is going to be great for bowel spillage and also for C. diff. So just keep that in mind. The patient has C. diff. Flagyl is sometimes a medication to use. This is an overview of the inhibitors of bacterial DNA. I hope that you learned something today and catch me next time as we discuss more health-related topics, which can include antibiotics or anything else. Thank you for tuning in.